You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. Barack Obama resurfaced for his first public appearance since he left office and got everyone talking. People are curious what kind of role Obama will play in the Democrat Party moving forward, which Bernie Sanders is claiming has completely failed um, as a model of right now, as of right now. And here to discuss with me now, one of the smartest political minds in America, political guru, Barry Nussbaum. Barry, good to see you. Good to have you with us. Barry, President Obama came out of nowhere today and made his first public appearance since he left the White House. Why do you think he chose today? Uh, I, good to see you, G. I think they're bringing him back to rescue what's left of the Democratic Party. Um, the party's in shambles, and they turned it over to a lunatic, uh, Mr. Perez, who's taking them down in flames. And they, they, the leadership of the party, I think, is longing for the good old days uh, led by Barack Obama. Uh, He's the guiding force of the party, and he's the sane one compared to the crazies that are out there running the party. So I think it's smart strategy for the Democrats. Barry, I want to show you what Bernie Sanders said yesterday that has Democrats upset, and then uh, get your reaction. What is clear to anyone who looks at where the Democratic Party today is that the model of the Democratic Party is failing. Uh, we have the uh, we have a Republican president who ran as a candidate as the most unpopular candidate in modern history of this country. Republicans control the House, the Senate, two thirds of uh, governor's chairs. And in the last uh, eight years, they have picked up 900 legislative seats. Clearly, the Democratic Party has got to change. And in my view, what it has got to become is a grassroots party, a party which makes decisions from the bottom on up, a party which is more dependent on small donations than large donations. The Democratic Party has got to take the lead, rally people, young people, working people, stand up to the billionaire class. And when we do that, you're going to see voter turnout swell. You're going to see people coming in and running for office. You're going to see Democrats regain control of the United States Congress. But Barry, when he was given the opportunity... He sure as heck didn't stand up to the Repub- or to the Democrat Party establishment. In fact, he knows they stacked the election against him, and he cowered and said nothing. You know, I please, just between us, <laughs> don't tell anybody I'm about to publicly agree with Bernie Sanders on national television. <laughs> <laughs> He's, Bernie Sanders oh my gosh, is absolutely right. The Democratic Party is in shambles, G. They they have lost the vast majority of the state houses from coast to coast. They don't control the governor's ships uh, from coast to coast. They've lost the House, they've lost the Senate, and they've lost the White House. Um, on that part, Bernie and I are on the same page. Ironically, the people that have run the Democratic Party are taking the big Wall Street money. So when he says he wants to reshape the Democratic Party, he wants to reshape the Democratic Party in his little guy socialist from the ground up, I'm sort of a communist socialist, agenda. Hillary Clinton got more money from Wall Street to run for president of the United States than Donald Trump did. She is the darling of Wall Street. So Bernie is a little bit disingenuous where he goes with his conclusion. What he really wants is a revolution, and nobody 
in America outside of the people that are trying to burn down Berkeley agree with him. Right, and not only did he get more money than Hillary Clinton, uh, but, uh, I'm sorry, did Hillary Clinton get more money than Donald Trump, but also Barack Obama got more than Mitt Romney, and that, that tradition of Wall Street supporting Democrats goes way back. So while they talk about wanting to get Wall Street out of politics, they're the ones taking the big bucks from Wall Street, and in some cases, I believe it's about 50% more. It's quite a significant difference. But here's the thing, Barry. When he talks about grassroots, I have a feeling that Bernie's going home at night, and he's having a little fantasy. Maybe a few. But uh, I think one of them is that this this so-called resist movement is all about this people's uprising, right? Kind of like the Tea Party, and it's going to put them on the map like, like the Tea Party handed the presidency, essentially, to someone or paved the way for someone like Donald Trump to come along because the grassroots demanded accountability from their elites in Washington, D.C., right? But that's not what's happening with this resist movement. This resist movement is as partisan as they come. They're not demanding anything of their establishment elite. Oh, no, no, no. The, the, the movement now that's on college campuses that you see from coast to coast, Gina, is not a pro-Democrat party. It's a pro-anarchist right. movement that wants to destroy America. And it's ironic that this is coming about and triggered when the Democratic Party has literally uh, hit the bottom uh, right across the board, from coast to coast, from state house to state house, and obviously up and down Pennsylvania Avenue. When you see these videos online of what people are posting, they're not Bernie Sanders supporters anymore. They want to destroy America, and they don't have a solution. It's not like, hey, let's burn down uh, the university, and then we'll put in Bernie. It's let's burn down the university and let's steal their stuff. These are anarchists. Bernie is still living in the days of socialism being a popular party, and he thinks he can re-energize the base. When well, and the reality is Bernie Sanders is uh, a multimillionaire who lives very, very well while he talks about the poor people. But Barry, I want to get to one more topic before I let you go, because you sent me a very touching photograph today. Um, it's, it's Holocaust Remembrance Day, and your daughter is actually marching with tens of thousands of other brave souls to Auschwitz. And uh, I just want to give you a chance to talk to us about this. Tell us about your daughter and what this means to your family. Uh, thanks so much for the opportunity. The picture you show on the screen, G, is my daughter with the Israeli flag wrapped around her back that was taken this afternoon on the main rail line into the main gates at Auschwitz. There are 12,000 people there today uh, marching in, in remembrance of what happened there. It's called Yom HaShoah, the Day of Remembrance, and it's to show that the Jewish people have endured survived and prospered in their own state in Israel and around the world. So my daughter is there to honor our family. Um, her grandparents uh, were there. That's my mother and father. They were liberated in January 1945. They lived, obviously, since I'm here. Unfortunately, my grandparents and my uncle and my aunt and my cousins are still in the ashes uh, outside of the Auschwitz gates because they went up in the ovens in 1944. So I'm very proud of our daughter to be there, and I really appreciate you as a supporter of Israel. God bless you for that, uh, remembering today as Jews around the world honor this day. Well, it makes it very real 
for all of us today, Barry, and certainly our thoughts and prayers are with her and certainly with the souls of your family who rest there. Thank you so much for being with us, Barry. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.